inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining in this episode. Today we have another um, cross-continental interview. I'm going to talk uh, for the first time, I guess, in, in Japan. And what I'm going to discuss is a lot about the passion, why the passion is important for you as a presenter, and of course for your audience. Chris Schoenval is a Japan-based global awarded entrepreneur with wide-ranging experiences, including helping Japanese firms develop effective international sales skills. Right on through to running his own Tokyo-based advertising media production company and working with clients like Disney, Vogue, Suntory, and Legoland Discovery Center. Chris has served time on planning committees for major events such as Global Entrepreneurship Week, while also capturing prestigious business awards and honors from the likes EY, United Airlines, and the American Chamber of Commerce Japan. Presently, he is intently focused on reaching and empowering business professionals, bloggers, and other professionals through his presentation skills website, The Passion Fashioned Presenter. Hello, Chris. Yes, hello, Oscar. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I'm a big fan. Oh, fantastic. Yes, thanks a lot for that. So I know you have been uh, following for a while, and even you, you write a... a a nice article uh, about some of our previous guests. So I really appreciate that. And that's why I really welcome you here. Yeah, no, no. It's my, like I said, it's my pleasure. Once again, um, your, your show consistently, you know, it covers, you know, a wide range of, you know, what I'd like to say informational rubies. You know, there's a lot of value that's always being thrown about within your show. So again, you know, it's an honor and a, and a privilege to be part of it. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So, Chris, tell us a bit um, about what you are doing uh, nowadays. Yeah, so like you said, you know, I am a, a Japan-based, uh, you know, individual. I've uh, my heritage. I guess I'm Canadian, but I've been here within Japan mm -hmm. for about 15 years now. Um, I guess a little bit about myself. Despite being Canadian, I do not like the snow. I don't ski. I don't oh. snowboard. No, I, I, <laughs> okay. So I just want to get that out of the way right now, Oscar. But um, <laughs> outside of that, I guess outside of the personal, more on the professional side, uh, as you'd mentioned, yes, um, I'm deeply involved in uh, website, the website, the passion fashion presenter. And uh, this kind of speaks to the experiences, you know, that I've had in the last 15 years, cutting across a couple different businesses um, and, and just coming across a number of different individuals in that time and starting to, to pick up on, you know, what sets people apart. You know, you, you can come across people with, you know, great visions and, you know, fantastic ideas, but some of those individuals seem perpetually stuck while others seem to thrive and excel and succeed and kind of uncovering some of the reasons why led me down this path of, uh, of starting a website focused on, you know, presentation skills and namely, I guess the, the topic of discussion today, passion. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Passion is, um, is a word that you hear relatively often or you also read it on, on articles, social media, but for you, what, uh, what is passion? Uh, yeah, that's an excellent question. I mean, for me, 
I guess you could return to any textbook definition, which is, you know, a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or even about doing something. You know, even to take that further, it's almost like an energy, again, connected to a belief or or an idea, a way of thinking, a way of doing. You know, it's this positive feeling that's kind of just emanating from within and it's kind of, you know, fueling you in so many different areas. Um, to me, that that's passion and it's something that can drive you forward. So, yeah, uh, it's an essential, agree- uh, essential ingredient to, uh, to success, I believe. Mm-hmm. An essential uh, ingredient to success. No? Um, but tell us more why it's, it's, it's really important. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think when you're considering, you know, work or business and success, you know, it's, passion is that emotion that kind of drives people forward. You know, especially when things are getting challenging, right? I mean, life in general is challenging at times, right? We all know that. We all come up against roadblocks. We all come up against challenges that, you know, that seem insurmountable at the time. And the people typically that are able to, you know, get around that, find ways around are the people that in my, you know, vision or my ideas have a high degree of passion. They're the ones that have that energy, you know, passion is fueling their energy to find solutions to these problems. And I think a lot of people that don't reach their pinnacles of success are the ones that, you know, kind of give up after a while. They give it their best and say, well, you know, I did everything I could, but that's it. You know, that's all. And they stop. And it's that right there, that person that decides to stop, that separates the individual who's like, nope, I'm going to stay up three more hours tonight. I'm going to dig I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and find a way. And passion is that. It's that rocket fuel that helps you overcome the difficulties, you know, that we all face through some of those dark times. So if you even go into, you know, any business book in the last, well, I don't know, probably 50 years or even Mm -hmm. further back, I guarantee there's going to be at least one chapter devoted to passion. You know, in fact, Uh, preparing for this uh, interview today and, you know, in some of my uh, my, my website as well, um, I went and did like a, a little experiment on Google and uh, I typed in the words like passion and success. And I think the results came back at, let's see, passion and business were over 12 million results. Passion and education came back at 80, almost 83 million results. Passion and success, about 7 million results. So, I mean, I think those results kind of speak for themselves in terms of the level of importance that passion plays in finding success. Yes, that's true. It's, uh, in, it's, it's a huge number, first of all. <laughs> the, the ones you are, you are saying is good. Uh, you remind us that. In, and it's true in, in education, as you mentioned, in success. Okay. Um, yeah, And yeah, I think more... for, for any, mm-hmm. any field that, you know, you find yourself in, whether, you know, you're a person within a small, medium or large size organization, if you have passion, it's something that's going to help, you know, climb that proverbial ladder of success, you know, reaching that top. Um, if you own your own business, it's that, again, passion is that thing that's going to help create new opportunities for you, um, find new ways to, to reach your, your consumers or your, your uh, clients. Um, being more creative, um, it's, it's absolutely critical, I think, to, uh, again, you know, finding a, a high degree of success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a, like a fuel you need in, in order to, 
yeah to operate. No, most definitely that's that's a, a nice metaphor for it yeah and well you are the passion fashion presenter so what about presenting why passion is important there in presenting um yeah that's another nice question there i think again cutting across some of the experiences that I've had, you know, I was lucky enough to, uh, to, to witness a number of different presentations from people within business, from people within education, from people within government. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember going to, to various functions at the, the U S embassy. Well, uh, you know, some of my business interests and, and whatnot and, and listening to some of the ambassadors speak and some of the other titans of industry and how they spoke about, certain topics, you could tell there, there was a conviction, there was mm. a driving force behind those words. And it really did set those people apart. Of course, those people, the positions that they held are, you know, unto themselves, certainly respectable, you know, they'd risen to the top of, you know, of wherever they could go, essentially, right. And um, to see them speak with eloquence, but then also to have this extra boost behind their words to have that conviction really uh you know helps separate them from others who again might have had might have really good ideas but they don't necessarily know how to communicate them and do so in such a way that drives others to have interest in them and and what you know that their ideas are so mm -hmm. yes now you're talking i can imagine in, in my mind um uh, an auditorium, the presentation, and as many people typically uh, distracted with uh, gadgets or just uh, sleeping, maybe at a time, maybe this uh, one or two in the afternoon. And but if you have in front of you right. someone who speaks with passion, you will just wake up. You will okay again. You do. Who is this yeah, guy? You most definitely do. Yeah, I, I think there's a, it's it's almost like a you know how would I say like hmm, almost like a social contract I think between people. You know, it's not spoken about, it's not written about necessarily, but it's something that it's also a respect thing. When you, you hear or you witness someone who's pouring their heart into each word that they're uttering, you, you, you have to listen to them. Even if you disagree with them, mm -hmm. you're still gonna, your ears are gonna perk up. You're going to listen and give them that respect at least. As you said, when things are boring or it's, that's a speaker is drab or dull. You know, that's when the phones come out. That's when the interest goes, you know, south. And, uh, yeah, passion is that agreeing that it's whether again, you know, the people agree with you or your vision, they're still going to give you, you know, that, that time. And as a speaker, as a presenter, that's all you can ask for really is to have that opportunity to at least maybe, you know, sway someone over to your side or to the vision that you're trying to sell to them, that opportunity. So yeah, it's critical. And to illustrate us even further, who is speaking with passion today? Could you, could you give some names and tell us a bit about these people? Yeah, certainly. I mean, before I dive in and, and name drop here, I think like, again, I've probably already said this in this interview already, but the people who are typically atop their professions, businesses and industries, like the people who are influencers, the people who are making it, in my mind, those are the people that are speaking with passion today. And I guess for reference, you know, some of the biggest names that probably a lot of your, you know, listeners would be able to identify with would be somebody like, uh, you know, an Anthony Robbins and Tony Robbins. I mean, if, if there was ever a book that mm -hmm. you could look up a word and have a, an individual's face attached to it or right beside it, it would probably be a Tony Robbins. 
And that guy is bouncing off the walls. He has tons of energy. Mm. Um, but the thing about him is, you know, you know that every word sentence that he utters, he stands behind. Right. And again, it's kind of to, to the point of what we were just speaking about. If somebody is, is throwing it all out there and you know that they believe it, you're going to listen to them. And it's even better, of course, I mean, if what they're saying is, is logical and makes sense and, and resonates with people. And I think, you know, Tony Robbins certainly uh, has nailed that. Um, you know, another name I guess I could put out there too would be somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, he'd be kind of in the, you know, similar style of, of Anthony Robbins, high energy guy. Again, the common thread here though is that you know, once again, that he believes in what he's preaching. And there's a certain respect that goes along with that. Now, those are two guys that have a lot of energy. And I think a lot of times people will equate that type of energy to passion, where I think that can be a mistake um, or a bit of a pitfall because you don't necessarily have to be bouncing off the walls and pacing all over the place and exuding all of this passion and ideas and energy. And you you can still have passion, but show it in other ways. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this or how, how much, you know, you, you watch Ted, but, um, there was a speaker called Susan Kane and, uh, she gave a talk about, I think when was it? Maybe 2012, 2013. And her talk was entitled The Power of Introverts. And Susan Kane herself is a self-professed, um, introvert. And this talk that she gave, resonated with so many people you know obviously it's something that you know a lot of other people you know identify with and the words that she spoke and the way she delivered it she had a certain passion as well that was emanating from within but she was the furthest thing from a guy like anthony robbins or Gary vanerchuk she was a lot more low-key as you could probably well imagine and now the result of this this talk is i think for ted it's one of the all-time most viewed talks. The last time I checked, it was over 18 million views, which is crazy, right? I mean, that's amazing. Um, so the point here is that, you know, once again, the common thread between these three individuals is that they believe in what they're saying. They have a degree of conviction behind their ideas. And to me, that's where passion lies. It's not just that energy or, you know, mm-hmm. Speaking with a lot of excitement, it's not necessarily that. It's that fire from within, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's, uh, yeah, Anthony Robbins and, and Guy are very, very good examples. And especially guys who are, it's a lot of passion. You can, you can see a lot of energy there in the stage. And, but it's great that you mentioned yeah. Susan Kane because she, she's, She's, as you said, de- declared introvert. And I read one article where this one extends article in which she describes that it was so difficult for her trying to think that in a few months she's going to deliver a TED talk and the official TED talk. And she has to prepare gradually to, for that. And also her voice, not she has to go from the, from a high pitched voice, well, relatively high pitched voice and, um, low volume to a more, a bit deeper voice and a bit stronger. And she managed, she succeeded in doing that. And even though the, she's not as energetic as the other two guys at all, you can feel this conviction, no? And the passion. Yeah. And every word she said right. was very successful and yeah, a great talk. Yeah. 
Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And I think this this uh, would be easier to uh, to answer. Who, who doesn't speak with passion today? Well, I think I kind of, from a general standpoint, again, I think people who aren't necessarily at the top of where they would like to be in their, mm. their their careers or within their business, you know, those are the people typically that aren't pushing through. They're they're lacking that extra little, I guess, rocket fuel essentially. Um, to allow themselves to to uh, to reach a higher pinnacle of success, um, yeah. I mean, I think that would be probably you know the, the best way to answer that question. And I, it kind of again speaks to the volume or you know, how important this notion of passion is when we're considering you know ideas of success and what you know how how we want to achieve or how we can achieve success. Mm-hmm. It did mean that. As they are still not uh, as successful as they would like, the, they are not so convinced. They don't have this conviction of what they are saying. That could be a reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that's what it is. Or, or sometimes it might be, you know, a degree of confidence. You know, that they, they believe in what they're saying, yeah. but perhaps their word choice doesn't necessarily necessarily reflect that that level of conviction. You know, they don't have enough confidence to put it all out on the line. Um, and that can sometimes, you know, hinder it. So maybe the, the passion is mm-hmm. there, but it just needs to be, you know, allowed to, to, to come out and to, you know, emanate from within a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I, I think we all have the capacity to, to be able to share our passions, you know, and uh, there, there's certainly different tips and, and ways to, to help bring it out. Um, But uh, yeah, sure, sure. I think maybe that's the you know path that we can go down later on in this conversation. In fact, yeah, yeah, of course. I I, I believe that some of the some of these people have passion, but um, they need some extra work. No, that's it's it's not enough. The the passion, but need to be conscious that uh, they are not perceived mm-hmm. that they have the passion, so they need some work. So that's I think that's the right time to ask you what happens if someone believes I don't have passion or I I feel myself that I don't have enough passion to in expressing myself. So what can I do? What are the the tools or best piece of advice that you can give us? Yeah, yeah. That's a, a great question. Um I, I think first off, I mean it, it's certainly understandable to consider, I mean that at times in life, you know, we're, we're charged with presenting views or agendas that, you know, might not always align perfectly with, you know, deeper motivations or things of interest, you know, like it's so much easier for, for any of us to speak about something that we know we enjoy and we like, you know, like I, myself, I love sup, stand up paddleboard. I love hiking. I love the outdoors. So, I mean, if you ask me to, to speak about these things, it becomes, it, it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And the passion will just kind of naturally flow out. Right. But unfortunately, nobody's going to pay me to do those types of things. Right. You know, in in your career or in your job or your business, you know, most times people don't have that that, that type of, you know, ability to, you know, to speak about those things. They have to talk about other things that might not be as you know interesting to them. You know, maybe they have to talk about how to reduce costs and become a leaner organization, you know, and that's not something that exactly lights them up. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I, I would say to those people, I mean, in times like those, the best advice I think is to, to stop, reflect and do some soul searching, you know, and 
the reason being is I think what people need to do is to start, you know, uncovering some deeper motivations they have as a person, you know, and then, and how could those be reflected in your presentation or talk? So let me give you an example here. Um, you know, simple, you know, simple exercise of defining, you know, what values define you or what you would like to be defined as, you know, down the tracks, you know, um, let's just say that you as a person like the idea of empowerment. It's just something that, that, that's meaningful to you, or you want to want it to become mean, uh, meaningful for you. So maybe you could start to connect up your presentation and this value something I like to call a passion value. So maybe the knowledge that you're presenting will help others in some tangible way to become a better version of themselves, right? Perhaps that means adding a new skill to the repertoire. Perhaps that means your listeners will be able to become more efficient at what they do, thus allowing them to focus their energies on other pursuits, right? So you're starting to, to work on this notion of empowerment, something that is meaningful to you, but then also it's connecting in with this presentation. Does that make sense so far? Awesome. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if, if you have that notion, say maybe the idea of education, you know, again, this is meaningful to you. This is a passion value for you. Um, you know, by giving this presentation, maybe you're helping to educate others. And again, by doing so, you're giving them extra information to make better decisions or to do their jobs in a different way. Right. A more efficient way, a better way for them. That's going to be a benefit to them. Um, maybe something that's meaningful to you is this idea of enjoyment. Maybe it's a value that's important to you. So again, by giving this presentation, you're maybe revealing ways that will allow others to derive increased satisfaction. Maybe your idea streamlines an arduous task, you know, a difficult task, which in turn frees up a ton of time that would otherwise be used up on this difficult job. Or maybe the way you present this information is done in such a way that people can have fun whilst learning, right? Maybe it's a really boring subject matter and people aren't expecting a lot, but the way you've creatively decided to deliver the content just becomes fun and interesting and unique. So again, you're delivering on something that you do have a passion for and you're connecting it up with the subject matter. And then those last three values that I've kind of just outlined You've probably already identified this kind of common theme is that you're serving the audience. You're thinking of them. You're trying to give something of value back to them. And again, you know, as you would know, Oscar, I mean, that's one of the critical elements of giving any type of good presentation is certainly focusing on the audience. Right. Um, and if I could add just maybe one more thing, you know, maybe the value of family, this notion of family is, is important to you. So, Maybe, just maybe by stringing together a series of, you know, successful presentations to the right people, you know, within your organization or within your business to, to certain clients, you know, maybe by being successful in these ways, you know, you're allowing yourself to climb this ladder of success, right? Maybe, you know, that allows you to hit new sales goals. Maybe it allows you to take on a new position within the organization, which accrues certain financial benefits, or maybe it allows you to, you know, accrue some other types of benefits, maybe time, time related liberties. You have more control over your schedule, which allows you to have more time with your family. You have more disposable income to spend on your family, right? Obviously this one is a little bit more focused on you, but mm -hmm. you know, 
if most of your efforts are centered on the audience, I think, you know, an 80-20 rule of, you know, doing this presentation for, you know, something for yourself as well is not a bad thing. Um, and by doing this, by having a series of these values that you stand for, it allows you to, again, wire up, you know, kind of your presentation and who you are as a person. And if you're able to do that, you know, it's my belief that the passion will start to flow a lot quicker, a lot easier. It becomes so much simpler, you know, for you to start, uh, you know, exuding this. So, I mean, other, you know, other mental exercises that you could also do um, could be things like, you know, how would you like to be defined as in the future? Um, what do you want your kids to know about you down the tracks? No, I know these exercises are a little bit whimsical, you know, and they a little bit, uh, you know, hairy fairy, but I think they are helpful in finding that passion when the fire is burning low, you know? Yes, there are, there are, I, there are many. Yeah, sorry. I, I do have one more little bit of advice. I know that that last little uh, talk there was a little more philosophical, but a more concrete, you know, tip, I think, or something you could do right away would be, you know, sitting in front of your, you know, plopping down in front of your computer or your iPad and recording yourself talk about something that you do, you, you do identify with, you know, you have a passion for, maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's, I don't know, something that you just love doing every single Saturday morning. It's just something that makes you happy. And what I would advise someone to do is again, record yourself as you speak about this. And then afterwards, go back and watch it. You know, it seems comfortable, uncomfortable as that may be initially. Once you get past that feeling, you can start to identify different things that you're doing as you're speaking about this, this topic, right? Maybe you can identify, you know, maybe what, what your eyes are doing. Are they lighting up? Are they opening up as you speak? Or maybe the, the pace of how you speak changes, right? You're, the words that you use, the intonation that you're laying or stress that you're laying on certain words, you know, how does that change? And if you can watch that over and over again, you can start to identify the pattern there. And what that can become is almost like your, your gold standard of speaking with passion, right? So, you know, going and watching an Anthony Robbins or a Gary Vaynerchuk speak is great. You can get tips and, and whatnot, mm -hmm. but you don't want to be copying those people because that's not you. Right. It's not you as a speaker. And that's going to come off as, as weird or strange and unnatural. And that's not what you're after. You want to be yourself. So in getting this gold standard of you speaking with passion, it'll allow, it will allow you down the tracks that when you are charged with giving a presentation on something else that maybe is of less interest to you, you know, you can start to notice whether or not you are speaking with passion. And if you're not, maybe that's a sign for you to kind of, again, step back, reflect, you know, what are your deeper motivations? Who are you? What are your passion values? I guess kind of what we were just, or what I was just speaking about and, uh, and reconnecting with those. So you can, you know, reach a point where it is a lot easier to kind of turn on that, that passion faucet, you know, and, and let it flow. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's. I think that's a great exercise. No? So you, you, at some point, you watch the the passionate version of yourself and get, um, yeah, somehow get uh, reignited. That's. I think that's an excellent exercise. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? 
Yeah, most certainly. Um, this is by uh, Maya Angelou, of course, the, the renowned poet, activist, and civil rights hero. Um, I'll just read it off because I don't want to slaughter this in any way, shape, or form. Okay, she says that my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. And I just love that. I mean, it, it encapsulates so much. Obviously, the passion, you probably picked up on that, um, and the notion of thriving or succeeding, right? But what she's saying is it's not just passion, right? We can't just have that. We have to have some of these other elements, you know, some compassion, thinking of others, right? Considering others' feelings and all of this. And, and that kind of relates back to presentations and thinking about others and what their needs are. How can you help? How can you assist others? She mentions this notion of humor, right? It's not taking yourself so seriously all the time. You know, enjoying your, this ride that we're all on, enjoying some of these moments that are, you know, humorous or, or could be funny if you looked at it in a certain way. And then lastly, you know, having some style. You know, again, this is kind of speaking to the, the notion of you being yourself and, you know, your, your own individual, your own brand, you know, and sticking to that, not trying to always copy somebody else you know, being sure of yourself. So, I mean, there's so much goodness that's jammed into that, but uh, it does come from Maya Angelou. So, I mean, what do you expect? So mm -hmm. uh, it just resonates with me in so many ways. Yeah, spot on uh, quotation. Could you now recommend yeah. us one book that has been particularly inspiring or influential for you? Sure. This is a, a bit of a classic and it's probably been brought up on your show already, but um It's, it's the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I mean, this book has been around for forever. You know, I just <laughs> recently checked the original published date was October 1936. But I love the timelessness of it all. I mean, the advice it provides, you know, the, the advice that's in it right now, the principles that are shared are just as relevant, you know, when it was published in 30, 1936 as to what, you know, the year we're in right now. Um, you know, notions of what become genuinely interested in other people, mm. you know, smile, talk in terms of other person's interests, try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view, make the other person feel important and, and do it sincerely. You know, again, these are things that really make a difference. And as a speaker, as a professional, or, you know, in, in any walk of life, whatever you're doing, these are things that are always going to be of value to you. Um, Unfortunately, at times, they're so simple to, to comprehend, they're, they're just as easily forgotten. So I think I've probably read this book about, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I find it's just a nice one to pick up every now and then as a refresher, just to kind of go back and kind of remind myself of you know, some of the values, who I want to be defined as and how, you know, I, I would like to see myself. And I think following principles such as these, you, you can never fully go wrong, you know, with any of them. So, yeah, I, I would wholly, wholly recommend anyone who hasn't read it to certainly grab a copy of it. And it's everywhere. Right. Um, and if you have read it, yeah, revisit it. I mean, it's such a it's just filled with so much gold. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's my time to read it again. <laughs> yeah, it's a book that I'll definitely also recommend to anybody to read it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic and for, for good reason. Yes, exactly. Chris, now could you share with us an exercise, something practical that you recommend to do it uh, regularly, a routine to yeah, shine? Most, most certainly, most certainly, Oscar. 
Um, I, I guess in light of the talk that we've had today, um, I, I think something that's incredibly important for, for anyone who's, who's wishing to you know, lead a better life to, uh, to, to become successful um, is just to step back, you know, and, and take a few minutes each day to kind of simply you know, just recenter yourself, reconnect with yourself. You know, it, it's, it's so easy for all of us to get caught up in the day to day and all the different stresses that are flung our way, whether it be like work related or whether it be family or, you know, it, life can be challenging at times, as we all know. And those few minutes to, to really, you know, stopping to consider why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, what is, what is my purpose of, of working so hard? What core values are meaningful to you? And I think keeping those notions at the forefront of your mind will help fuel you and keep you going. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's not earth shattering advice, but I think it's something that we all need to, to reconnect with at times. You know, this notion of, of who we are. Um, just a couple of days ago, I downloaded an app called uh, Calm. You might have seen something like this if you're on Facebook. It's uh, it's basically a screen, a, a screenshot and audio accompanied of things like a fire crackling or just rain. And it asks you just to look at it and stop and just relax. You know, again, with everything going on in our lives, social media included in there, I think we all get caught up and it causes us stress. But if we can just take a few moments each day to recenter ourselves, it, it certainly helps, I think, with, you know, getting back on track and, and understanding our true motivations and where, you know, where we'd like to be. So that would definitely be, uh, I think, helpful to anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for that. And definitely, as you say, daily would be the idea absolutely to do this. Well, thanks a lot, yes. uh, Chris, for all these uh, stories and great pieces of advice that you have shared with us. And as I can notice and all our listeners, you definitely have passion about what you are telling. You, know, you are really <laughs> walking the talk. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that it came out that way because then, yeah, I mean, I, I certainly do. And uh, yeah, I do believe in all of this. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd love to hear others' stories as well. Um, you know, as they embark on this, this uh, journey as well of, you know, finding their passion or, or those who have had it for quite some time and know about it. I mean, yeah, it, it's such a, you know, such a benefit to, to be able to, you know, exude that and be able to, you know, move forward with it. And then also if you're able to help others with it, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's certainly a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Finally, tell us how uh, our listeners can uh, learn more about you, find you, what are the best ways? Yeah, definitely. Um, one way probably would be to visit my, my website, um, www.passionfp.com. Um, there I have, you know, blog posts that are coming out on a regular basis. Um, but then also too, I mean, if you want to interact with me a little bit more directly, you can find me on Twitter at passion double underscore FP. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from people. Um, so anytime, man, please reach out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a pleasure to talk with a passion fashion presenter. No? Thanks a lot again, yeah. Chris, and all the best. Yeah, thank you, Oscar. I really enjoyed this talk. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? 
please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. Until next time...